Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon R.E. Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes, and for 30 years we have serviced the seven-county Denver metro area. News from the Wall Street Journal. The White House to unveil steps aimed at easing the housing supply shortage. And boy, have we been dealing with that for years. The Biden administration is poised to unveil a series of steps aimed at addressing the U.S. shortage of entry-level homes and rental properties. Moves designed to boost their financing and construction over the coming years. The changes would largely draw upon the administrative authority of government regulators such as the Federal Housing Finance Agency as Congress raised broader policy changes tied to the debate over revamping U.S. infrastructure. Details could change before the White House releases its final version, as they often do. FHFA oversees Fannie and Freddie, in other words, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the two mortgage giants that back about half of the $11 trillion mortgage market. Individually, each regulatory move is technical and modest. Collectively, they should have a meaningful impact, particularly because they are all focused on the lower end of the market where there is the most need. The White House was expected to announce the moves as early as today. One change would allow Fannie and Freddie to invest more of their resources into rental housing by boosting an existing regulatory cap on their investment in apartment projects supported by the Low Income Housing Tax Credit. A second would expand an existing competitive grant program for community development financial institutions to encourage affordable housing production. Yet another would increase the financing available for manufactured homes which are built in factories rather than on a lot. And they typically cost much less than homes built on sites and are often occupied by lower income residents. Additional changes would give first time home buyers and philanthropies a chance to buy distressed properties insured by the Federal Housing Administration or FHA, aiming to give them a leg up against investors that have snapped up many such properties in recent years. The administration can make the changes without congressional action. As you know, limited supply has been a recent driver of rising housing prices for renters and home buyers, alongside, of course, robust demand. The median existing home price in July was 359900 the National Association of Realtors said earlier this year up 18% from this time last year. That was just slightly below the record 362800 median price reported the prior month. So now we can see a slowdown in the market accrual, as I mentioned in my last podcast. Yes, we are starting to no- normalize home prices. They are slowing down. Not significantly, but they are slowing down. Thus, more inventory will help 
slow down the home price rising that has just been record-setting over the past year to two years. Construction of new housing in the past 20 years fell 5.5 million units short of long-term historical levels, according to a report by the National Association of Realtors. As I've always said, builders are not keeping up with demand, and there's just not a love listing in the, in the existing market to slow down the market price rising that has been happening. But it appears now that that is happening. This year's housing boom has been usually unusually widespread with house prices soaring in big cities, suburbs, and small towns. The pandemic has reshaped where and how Americans want to live. As many households sought more space to work from home and remote workers could live farther away from their offices. The proposals came as Congress debates a series of additional moves backed by the Biden administration to boost the supply of affordable housing, including a grant program of at least $5 billion to ease so-called exclusionary zoning laws, such as minimum lot sizes or prohibitions on multifamily housing. The administration says such rules have inflated housing and construction costs and locked families out of areas with jobs and other economic opportunities. Some economists and urbanists say easing such zoning rules would help expand the supply of dwellings available for rent or sale, which is the tightest in 30 years. Local regulations on environmental protection and road, school, and sewer capacity often have strong support among residents who generally want to keep property values high. As part of the expected administration moves, the FHFA is expected to announce that it will study the degree to which Fannie and Freddie's activities are concentrated in jurisdictions with exclusionary zoning. We all think that these are good productive steps. The housing supply remains a huge problem and every little drop in the bucket helps. <coughs> Excuse me. We ought to do, uh, they ought to do what they can administratively con while Congress debates on bigger initiatives such as the infrastructure package that they are now debating. We'll see how that turns out. As always, feel free to call us. This is Vernon at 303-359-8218. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice podcast. And as always, please be safe.